This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. Shared by Paul Kenny. There. You might not have been keen on flowers, but we simply can't have you all bare now, can we? Graves are for mourners, Richard. Not you. You selfish bastard. Oh, I do miss you, Richard. Excuse me. <gasps> this is my husband's grave. He, he didn't want flowers. He explicitly said so. Why? Who are you? Why did you say those things to Richard? Oh, God. Patricia, I... How do you know my name? I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, not you, Richard. Not you. I... I can't take this in. I think I'm going to be sick. Here. Sit down on the bench, Patty. It's dry. My name's Patricia. Only Richard called me Patty. I'm sorry, Patricia. Not even my mother called me Patty. Just Richard. It was his name for me. Oh, my God, Richard. I'm so sorry you had to find out like this. Like this? What do you mean, like this? I know this must be such a shock for you. You know nothing about how I feel right now. I appreciate... How long? How long? About five years or so. Oh, my God, Richard. Oh, my God. We need to talk. Not here. Not in front of my husband. Can you walk to the cafe? Yes, I think so. There's sugar if you need it. I wasn't sure. I'm Vanessa. Vanessa Clough. We met once at a company dance. We did? I was still with my husband at the time. I thought I was with mine. You were, Patricia. We were just colleagues then. And then I moved to another branch in Devon soon afterwards. I didn't see Richard for a couple of years after that. I'm not interested in the sordid details. I don't remember our meeting. I should have stayed away from the grave. We buried him there. His family buried him there, not you. That's my husband's grave. We chose the plot together, a double. I lost him too, Patricia. What? We were together for 32 years. Five years of afternoons and God knows what in rented rooms doesn't make a relationship. You two were never together. I never said we were together. Where were but... you those last two months, eh? Where were you when he couldn't use the toilet, eh? Where were you when he was crying out in pain and pleading with the doctors to end it all? Alone and torn apart, Patricia. My heart bleeds. Look... I appreciate that this can't be easy for you. You're in shock, I know. 
But I'm not going to let you deny my reality. And what the hell is that supposed to mean? Well, rightly or wrongly, I had a relationship with Richard too. You can deny that if you like. I understand your needs to do so, but I can't. I'm grieving too. Perhaps I shouldn't have come here to his grave. But where else could I go? You could always check into one of your seedy hotels and grieve there. It wasn't a seedy, Patricia. I loved it. If you must know, we used to meet at mine. So what happened to you being in Devon? We met up again at a conference. Cardiff. How did you know that? He bought a new suit. Said he wanted to make an impression. <laughs> I remember teasing him, saying he looked a right bobby dazzler, and to make sure that he only impressed the new boss and not to run off with some beautiful woman. I'll give you that. You're certainly beautiful. I didn't realise he'd be there. I wasn't aware that he'd been promoted. He had a new confidence about him. It suited him. Made him even more attractive. We were thrown together during one of the smaller seminars. We got on well, shared some similar ideas for the company, and then I bumped into him again later, at the bar. A good place to find him. We got on really well, and we went back to my room to finish an assignment we'd been set for the next day. Wow. We drank too much. And One thing led to another. Well, yes, we certainly didn't plan to... Stop! I can fill in the gaps, thank you very much. I'm well aware of what drunken adults get up to in hotel rooms. If you must know, that first time, he... he we didn't really, you know, we, we just... Oh, he was riddled with guilt. We spent most of that first night talking about you. Or at least Richard spent it telling me how he felt about you. He loved you so much, Patricia. Clearly. We didn't see one another for months afterwards. Not until I was promoted and moved back again to work for a rival company. How often did you meet? Not that often. Once a week at best. The odd lunch together. Most Thursday nights. His bridge night. Yes. And those spineless, colluding bastards were all smiles at the funeral. Sorry? His friends. The ones who covered for him while he was busy. I need to go. Are you okay to drive? Can I offer you a lift? I need to go back to Richard. Try not to be too angry with him, Patricia. How dare you tell me how to feel? He never stopped loving you, Patricia. Christ knows I wanted him to. I'm truly sorry that he never got the chance to explain this mess to you. And I never imagined that I would have to. Well, you don't. I just needed the basics from you. I don't want anything else from you. I'm not sharing him with you anymore. It appears that I shared him in life. I'm damned if I'm sharing him in death. He's my husband. He's still my husband. And you can't take that from me. I'm not trying to. 
but there are things you should know about the affair. Why it happened. I can guess. It might help, that's all. Here. Just take my number. If you ever need to talk, then I'll be more than happy to. I won't. Please take it, Patricia. You might need to talk later, when the shock wears off. I'll leave you in peace. I really Please. am... Just go. You didn't want flowers, did you, love? Anyone who really knew you would know you hated flowers. Nothing worse than cut flowers, you'd say, wouldn't you? Anyone who really knew you wouldn't have bought you flowers. Not if they really knew you. Not if they'd known you as long as... I don't understand, Richard. I love you so much. I don't understand. I loved you. Me. Your wife loved you. Mum? Oh, hello, love. What are you doing on Dad's computer? How did you get on? I guessed the password. <laughs> Your birthday. Mum, those are Dad's emails. They're private. I didn't read any of yours, love, I promise. I didn't realise you two corresponded so much on here. It was a good way to keep in touch when I was at university. Mum... Never really warmed to the idea myself. Can't beat a nice long letter written on good quality paper, in my opinion. What are you looking for, Mum? I don't know, love. Just trying to connect with him, I suppose. Do you not think it's a bit risky reading Dad's emails? What do you mean, risky? Well, what if you see something you don't like? Mum, Dad's emails are private. He's not here to explain. It's not fair. What is it, love? It just doesn't feel right, that's all. But I just wanted to connect with him. There's so little of him left. You spend 32 years with someone and then suddenly they're gone. Nothing. Apart from some photos and your memories. Nothing. Your Uncle Michael sold his car and cleared the garage for me. I put on a brave face and took his clothes to the charity shop. I used to be able to smell him, Rebecca. I could smell him every time I opened the wardrobe, but I gave everything away and now I can't. I can't even smell him anymore. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I know, Mum. I know. I miss him too. Come here. It doesn't make sense. He was already gone, and I didn't even know. What do you mean, Mum? I don't understand. Uh, it's OK, love. Just ignore me. I'm just being silly, like you said. You're missing him just as much as I am, and I've been too selfish to notice that you're struggling too. I'm... I'm sorry, love. 
I'm sorry. It's okay, Mum. We've just got to learn to live without him. I know we have love. Dad would hate to see us hurting like this. Would he? Of course he would, Mum. Here, let me get you a cuppa. You look tired. It's exhausting. Hello. I came in a week or so ago. I remember you. You brought in some lovely stuff. Most of it has flown off the shelves. Especially those beautiful suits. I'm really pleased you popped back in as we... I need something back. I... I can't smell him anymore. Here, sit down, love. I just need to smell him. My love, you're more than welcome to take back whatever is left. Here, I'm I'm pretty sure that this blue suit belonged to your husband. Feel free to have a look around for anything else. No, this will be fine. Thank you. We normally wash things, but they were in such good condition. We found this in another suit. In the lining, to be precise, must have fallen through some loose stitching... Looks like a business card holder. I don't want it. But it's solid silver. It must have been very expensive. Then feel free to sell it. I'm sorry, but I don't want it. We'd struggle to with the inscription. Inscription? Yes, inside on the lid. To Richard, or my love, Vanessa. You're not Vanessa, are you, love? No. Just the wife. Thank you, you've been so kind. But what about the suit? It's okay, thanks. I don't need to smell him anymore. I just need to understand him. say, Patricia. May I call you Patricia? (laughs) I'm sitting in your home. I suppose you can call me whatever you like. I was surprised you kept my number. I didn't know I had. After the charity shop, I needed to talk and luckily it was still in my bag. Oh, I'm glad. I'd hate to think of you wanting to talk after all and not being able to contact me. To tell you the truth, I wasn't sure I'd have the courage to face you again, even after we'd spoken on the phone. You sounded nervous. Not as nervous as I am now. I was half hoping that someone else would open the door and say I was mistaken. It was a genuine offer. You're welcome here, Patricia. It's good of you to let me into your home. I needed to see you here. I needed to make it real. Needed to see where you two... I understand. It's a lovely home. 
Thank you. A bit modern for my taste, but really lovely. Is it okay? How do you know? <laughs> Sorry. Go on. You said that Richard loved me. How do you know? Because he wouldn't leave you. He wouldn't have left Rebecca. We had her quite late, unplanned. And he adored her. He adored you, Patricia. Look, it's really difficult to have to say this in your presence. But I begged him to leave you. You're right. He didn't want to hurt Rebecca. But he didn't want to hurt you either. Well, he did hurt me. He betrayed me. We all betray one another, Patricia. Do we? I envied you, Patricia. Huh? Really? I ached to have Richard to myself. I wanted his companionship, his support when I needed someone to talk to. I wanted him beside me in bed. Oh, I think you got him in your bed. I did, Patricia. But I was never intimate with him. What? I wanted him to stop looking at his watch when he was with me. I wanted to wake up next to him every morning and listen to his breathing while I lay on his chest. Just like you did, no doubt. I did. He was my husband, for God's sake, and I'm not going to apologise for that. I'm not asking you to apologise, Patricia. I'm just trying to help you understand. The card case you saw at the charity shop, what did it say? You know what it said. All my love, Vanessa. Well, look around, Patricia. Feel free and look around. Here. To Vanessa. Happy birthday. Richard. You won't find a single artefact anywhere in this house with any words of affection from Richard. And you know why? Because he didn't love me. Oh, you don't get it, do you? You had what I ached for. But I only got what you didn't want. And what exactly would that be? Sex, Patricia. How dare you! You didn't meet Richard's needs, Patricia. He told me so. Said that after Rebecca you weren't that responsive and... Stop it! It was just physical! Stop it! Trust me, Patricia! I wanted so much more from Richard, but it was just sex. Of course he was caring or respectful, but that's all it was. Sex! Oh, please, please. I can't do this. Oh, I'm sorry, Patricia. But I'm really just trying to tell you he still loved you. He had no desire to leave you. He adored you. Trust me. My self-respect plummeted when I realised he was never going to leave you. I hated myself for not ending it. But I loved him so much and took what I could from the relationship. Why are you telling me this?
because I love him too much for you to stop loving him. You need to know that he never stopped loving you. As crazy as it may sound, I need this to make sense for you. Not for your sake, but for Richard's. I need some fresh air. Of course. Let me show you out to the garden. I need to go. I mean well, Patricia. I didn't mean for you to find out. But since you have... I don't care that you didn't get Richard all to yourself, because neither did I. But he's gone now, and I'm not letting you unravel 32 years of my life. Like I told you before, I'm not sharing him with you any more. I'll show you out. Mum, you can't go on like this. I'm due back at uni soon and I don't want to leave you in this state. I don't need you to look after me, love. You've lost enough time as it is. You need to get on with your own life again. I'm worried about your mum. If anything, you seem to be going backwards. Do I? You seemed fine once we got past the funeral. Relieved, even. No more suffering, you said. Not for your dad. What's changed, Mum? What's happened since the funeral? I don't understand. What? You knew, didn't you? What was I... You two were always as thick as thieves. Your dad loved that. Christ, Mum! I told you not to look at Dad's emails. It's not fair. He's not here to defend himself. Why didn't you tell me? I... Look, Mum... Why, love? Because it wasn't my responsibility to tell you. It was Dad's behaviour and his responsibility, not mine. I had it thrown in my lap. I was on an anti-capitalist march in Manchester. I was trying to impress my lecturer, who I fancied the pants off. We were rerouted by the police and we went past a restaurant. I saw them together. They were all smiles and the way he was touching her. It was obvious. I just froze. And he looked up and saw me. I'll never forget the look on his face. I ran and ran until the lecturer, two riot police, and then Dad finally caught up with me. Can you imagine? Yes. So you covered for him? Protected him? No! He never put pressure on me. He was beside himself. He promised to tell you so that I wasn't compromised. So why didn't either of you get round to it? Because... Why was it that everybody and his bloody dog knew about this affair except me, his wife? Because a few days later he got the results and prognosis and when we realised he was going to die, I... I couldn't see the point of ripping your heart out any more than the cancer was already doing. How thoughtful of you both. I love you so much, Mum. I knew that losing him was going to be bad enough. I didn't do it to protect Dad. I did it to protect you. For what it's worth, Mum, he was terrified of losing you. 
That's what she said. Who? His mistress. His bit on the side. How do you know? I've met her. You've met her? When? How? Just after the funeral. She was at Dad's grave. I heard her talking to him. That's how I found out. Oh, Mum. That must have been terrible for you. I'm so sorry. She said that it was just sex. She said that I didn't meet his needs. Said that... that oh, God! Shh, Mum. It's all right. Your dad's hurting me more now than he ever did when he was alive. And I can't ask him why. I know, Mum. <gasps> I know. better. The wind's made a white mess. Bloody carrier bags, they get everywhere. We could have talked, Richard. I had no idea. I didn't realise. We could have tried to sort it at counselling or something. You should have talked to me. Now all I can do is sit here and talk to my bloody self. I thought you were the same as I was. Always exhausted with work and happy now we had Rebecca. I thought things had changed for both of us. I was naive, Richard, and I'm sorry, but I... Oh. Hello? Are you all right, love? A and E? When? Uh, give me half an hour. Okay, darling. It's Rebecca. She's fallen off her mountain bike. <laughs> Some things never change, eh? Our little girl still falling off her bike and waiting for x-rays. I don't know why I'm telling you this, Richard. You don't believe in the afterlife, do you? And if you were wrong about it, you would have known before I did. Seen it coming, even. I wish I'd seen it coming, Richard. I've got to go. And just in case you were wrong, and you are up there looking down on us, I know what you'll be thinking. I'll give her a kiss from you. I've put you a bit of sugar in it. Thanks, Mum. It's a good job you're left-handed, eh? Hey, what about your dissertation? Didn't you say that it was due in soon? It's only a sprain, Mum. Anyway, if I still can't type by next week, I'll dictate it to my friend Rob. He's a super-fast typist. Oh, yes. He must be a good friend if he's willing to type an entire dissertation. He is. You kept him quiet. Will we... Uh, I 
be meeting him in the summer? Afraid not. He's planning to do some bar work on the med with some friends. And what about you? Will you be joining him? I doubt it. I need to catch up on my uni work, and anyway, it's mainly girls, and to be honest, most of his girlfriends get on my nerves. Girls? Yes, Mum. Girls. Don't you mind? Isn't it strange knowing he's away with a group of women? No. Why? He's like a big girl himself. That's why he's so popular with them. So you're not concerned that he might,、uh, you know? Might what, Mum? Stray. I know him. And you're sure that you can trust him? Well, yes, but I trusted your father. Trust's not enough. Isn't it? People grow and change. Their needs change. I trust Rob because I understand him. I know what makes him tick, but I also. What? I understand his needs, his sexual needs, and he understands mine. I know it was different in your day, but we communicate what we want and we compromise. We're different, but we're equal. I suppose that's why fewer and fewer of you youngsters marry these days. It's early days for us. Who knows? Maybe we'll grow and change together, or maybe we'll grow apart and move on. But your dad and I, we were still together. We exchanged vows. Oh come on, Mum! You exchanged those vows years ago, and like I said, people change, relationships change. How many of us can say that we get all of our needs met from just one person? So what are you saying? If someone doesn't meet all of your needs, you can just sod off and get them met somewhere else. What about forsaking all others? I'm just saying. That's what vows are for, isn't it? A contract to fall back on when things aren't going your way, for better, for worse. I can see that, but surely the point is they have to cut both ways. How do you mean? For better, for worse. Don't you have just as much responsibility to take the rough with the smooth as Dad did? Of course I did, but I wasn't psychic. I appreciate that, Mum. But what? Your vows might be precious to you, but well, with all due respect, haven't you just cherry-picked the ones that suit you? What are you talking about? With my body, I the honour. So what are you saying? That I should have just laid there and thought of England? Of course not, Mum. I just think. I thought that... you were a feminist. What? I thought you were a feminist. I am a feminist. Aren't you supposed to be on my side? It's not that simple. I. No. No, Mum. Being a feminist doesn't mean siding with women all the time. I just don't understand why you've sided with your dad. That's all. Look, maybe Dad should have been more honest with you about his needs, but what if he had? How would you have responded? I don't know, love. I don't know. It was an affair. Dad wasn't the first married man to have one, and he certainly won't be the last. I just didn't think that he had it in him. To have an affair. What is it? I know your heart was in the right place, but what, Mum? Say it. You say you didn't tell me to protect me, but all you really did was rob me of my day in court, 
my chance to confront your dad and try and make sense of it. Tell him how I felt about it. Now all I can do is talk to the ground he's lying in. <laughs> and it's killing me. I realise that now, and I'm sorry. What do you want, Mum? What do you need? What if Dad still was alive and you just found out? <gasps> what would you do? Would you divorce him? Is that what you want? To posthumously divorce Dad because he betrayed you? No. Then do what you'd have done if he was still alive. What? Forgive him. Forgive Dad and grieve for him, not his betrayal. You lost him to cancer, Mum, not her. I loved him so much, Rebecca. Then keep loving him. <laughs> Forgive him and keep loving him. Where do I start, love? This... This isn't easy. So please shut up and listen. Christ, I hope you can hear this. I need you to hear this, Richard. <clears throat> you separated love and sex, and I need to do the same. I accept that it was just sex and that you never stopped loving me. That said, you breached at least two of our wedding vows, Richard, forsaking all others and for better for worse. Those vows meant everything to me. They were precious, and I thought they were for you too. But our beautiful daughter's right. If I want to live by them, then I can't cherry-pick, and I have to take the rough with the smooth. So, I'll do a deal with you. I'll share for better, for worse with you. I certainly haven't dealt with the for worse element very well since bumping into your bit on the side. And I'll also give you... I'll give you, with my body, I the honour. I wanted to love. But somehow, after Rebecca was born, I was never happy in my skin, and I just... I just never felt sexy enough. I didn't honour you with my body because I hated my body. Though I'll never quite understand how that gave you the right to betray me by honouring her with yours. I was still your wife, Richard. Anyway, that's a couple of vows each. So we're sort of quits. I love you so much, Richard. I miss you, and ache to hold you. I'm so, so sorry we went out of sync. 
And whilst I'll always regret the fact that you didn't talk to me, I... I... I forgive you, Richard. I do forgive you. Wow, this is lovely. It's all Richard's work, really. He deliberately made it easy to maintain as so he was convinced he'd go first. <laughs> it must be lovely to see his hard work every day. It is. Look, I didn't ask you here to make you feel uncomfortable. I just needed to see you one more time, and I wanted it to be here on my terms. It's fine. I understand. To be honest, it's lovely being here. You get a real sense of Richard. He loved this garden. Always said he'd rather be remembered here with plants and flowers growing naturally than in some cemetery rot rotting in the ground, along with the cut flowers on top of him. It makes sense now, him not wanting flowers. You weren't to know. Like you said, you were never intimate with him. No. He didn't believe in life after death and wanted to be cremated. But I do, and I was terrified that if he was right and death was going to separate us forever, then I wanted us to at least lie together. Be together physically, if not spiritually. Anyway, um, Richard being Richard, he humoured me and let me have my own way. <laughs> it was a nightmare finding a double plot... But we managed to do so just before you died. And almost the first time you turn up, there I am, putting bloody cup flowers on his... your grave. What? If he'd got his own way and been cremated, we would never have crossed paths. And you wouldn't have found out. I'm glad I found out. The affair was part of our relationship, and given that it happened, it was right that I knew about it. I just wished I'd found out from Richard, not his bit on the side. Sorry. I'm the one that should be sorry. No, you shouldn't. I exchanged vows with Richard, not you. You didn't betray those vows, he did. I have no argument with you, Vanessa. That's generous of you. I can say these things now because I've forgiven Richard. Well, that's such a relief. I'm so pleased for you. It is a relief. The pain's still immense, but the anger's gone. The truth is, with Richard not here to answer for himself, I'm not sure... I could have forgiven him without your honesty about the relationship you had with him. Had I not met you, I wouldn't have been able to make sense of it. I would have demonised you, blamed you for everything, but instead, meeting you has forced me to look at myself. Which is what I would have had to have done had I found out whilst Richard was still alive. I think you've shown great dignity. 
Oh, I've had my moments. I don't know what I would have done without Rebecca. She's been an angel, refusing to collude with me, telling me some home truths. It's time to stand on my own two feet now, though. I need to grieve for Richard and then get on with my life without him. We both do, Vanessa. Whether we like it or not, he's gone and we shouldn't be defined by him any longer. <laughs> Listen to me. I must sound like I've swallowed one of Rebecca's textbooks. I've been reflecting a lot recently. There's a lot to be said for this feminist lark. <laughs> I don't doubt it. What I'm trying to say is Richard needed both of us to meet his emotional and physical needs. Neither of us satisfied him fully, and I don't want that to dilute me as a woman. And nor should you, Vanessa. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sound so patronising. No. No, you're right. We can both forgive Richard, but not to the detriment of our own self-worth. Oh, if you need to visit Richard's grave, then by all means do so. But please be discreet. Of course. That's very generous of you. I tend to go on Thursday mornings. Though that said, I think more often than not, I'll try to connect with Richard here. He was right about being remembered here. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, I almost forgot. I uh, took the liberty of taking a few cuttings for you, just a small selection. A few hydrangeas, hibiscus and the like. Oh, what a lovely gesture. I thought they'd be something nice to remember Richard by. <laughs> what, what can I say? <laughs> oh, thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Here. It's all right, Vanessa. It's going to be all right. You have been listening to Shared by Paul Kenny. Shared starred Jenny Runacre as Vanessa, Rula Lenska as Patricia, Vicky Holmes as Rebecca, and Maggie Robson as Faye. Shared was written by Paul Kenny, directed by Chloe Fane, and produced by Jack Bowman and Fran Kirkham. It was engineered by Matt Walters and recorded at Quince Studios, London. Please visit www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more free audio downloads. <laughs>